Burton and the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Pork Job Express and take his advice on a dark and stormy night, all right? When some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks at Cricket in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. everything but I do know it's a pretty amazing planet we live on here the man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe how's it going everyone this is Chug Nasty and that means only one thing you were listening to another episode of the Nasty Nation and holy shit it feels good to be doing these again been on a little bit of a hiatus uh, this is the second episode I've put out in a long time um, kind of Kind of needed it, you know. Life's been crazy. See the episode before this one for all the details on that. And it's not even all the details. Just you get a little bit of a hint of what's been going on in my life. And why I haven't really had motivation to do shit. And how I'm starting to get back into the swing of life again. Um, with changes. It happens. But yeah, I'm back. And uh, trying to make things better than ever. I know there for a little while... Um, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I got kind of stale. I didn't do many nasty nation episodes, and when I did them, there wasn't really. I felt like they were lacking substance. Um, I I need to start having uh, guests on again, which I am. I'm working on that. Um, I also have taken an absence from Two G One C, the podcast I do, Tells in the Podcast slash Two G One C. I haven't been on there the last three episodes for. Same reasons why I haven't been doing these episodes. But, uh, but yeah. And a lot's been going on also. I know Graveyard Talk. Uh, a lot of people seem to like that one as well. Uh, Whitman's been going through some stuff as well. And things have just been crazy. So that's been that's been that. So, yeah. Great to be back. It's cool. Uh, actually, um, before I get into some craziness to talk about, uh, it's, been a lot, it's been a really good last couple of days. Uh, I was kind of worried there for a minute. Because things have been back and forth and just nuts. Uh, but my son came home um, on Friday with a uh, an invitation to a party that was happening that night. Um, little girl who happened to be uh, happens to be uh, friends of mine. Um, they're little girl. And she uh, she always likes Dax. Every time that, that she runs into him at the store, she's always you know making sure she says hi to him and stuff. And we got to go there, and I got to hang out with with, with some people my age, and he got to hang out with some kid, uh, kids his age. And he got to ride a go kart for the first time. Had a blast. Um, Dax didn't really have he doesn't really have many friends. Actually, he didn't have any friends. And then here recently, he has already made a bunch. Um, he's made friends with this this little boy that is very similar to him and has very similar issues as he does. Um, 
he's made friends with, uh, uh, my neighbor next door, her, her, her little girl, like, you know, she's a little younger than him, but they, they, they play sometimes they, they draw with chalk and stuff. And then, uh, my other neighbor and my good friend, Jennifer, um, her little girls have, have made friends with, with Dax and at the party, Dax made even more friends. Um, so it was, it was cool. It was, it was nice. Um, and today actually he, he was able to play, um, he got a little bit of an attitude with me, but, but it was nice out. And, uh, uh, I wanted to go out and have a good time. So he got to go play with some more kids today and it's just been good. You know, when you're a parent, you, you really, no matter what's going on in your life, you see your kids smiling and having a good time. You kind of forget about the bullshit for a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes we, we forget, we forget that, that our kids, they know what the, you know, they know that something's up. They know that you're going through hard times because either, you know, they've walked in, you know, when you're in the back room by yourself and they walk in and you try to cover up the, <clears throat> the fact that your eyes are red and watery, you know, because you're having a fucking moment. You know, uh, they can sense when you're a little more irritable, uh, you know, things you're usually not that worried about. You start getting on to, you forget about things just because you're more worried about, um, your bullshit, but you also have to remember it's not just your bullshit. It's also your kid's bullshit and they have to deal with it too. Um, so it's a little bit of a little thing there. It's just, it's crazy. You know, you, you, you forget about it sometimes. And I, I have I have lost my head in, in the past or whatever, and a couple of times recently. Not being like mean or nothing, but just being a little bit more moody, I guess. And if you know me, I'm already moody anyway. Uh, but you, if you also really know me, you know that when it comes to my son, I'm I'm not moody really at all, because um, he is my everything. Him and his sister are both my everything, but he is with me right now. Again, if you want to know the whole story, go to the first ep- the episode before this. Okay, all right, cool. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, this should be a pretty good episode. I, I've got <laughs> some interesting things to talk about and to, uh, I guess riff on cause it's, I don't know. Some of it's just really stupid and I, I don't know. We're going to see, but when we return after this musical break, some musical news. bodies confirmed from West Jefferson to Michigan Avenue over the last two weeks. What do you want to do? 
We wait for our moment and we move. I love the way blood drip down my big spine. Plunge your way deep and let it shine. Body count rising, stack them up high. Push them over 300 stars. Welcome back, everyone. This is Chuck Nasty. I hope you enjoyed the music of that break. And I'm back here with some news of the world. No, not really news of the world. I'm, I'm, I'm here with, with some recent news, uh, and we're going to start with the, the music news um, because it just some of it's just so stupid. We have to talk about it, right? So, first, let's talk about it here, okay? We're going to go ahead and do this because... I was going to talk about it last time, and I totally slipped my mind, so I didn't talk about it. So let's talk about it real quick. Um, this this whole MGK versus Corey Taylor bullshit going on uh, in the world. I know what you're thinking. Jesus, Chuck, why are you talking about it? Well, why the fuck not? Everybody else is. Why can't I put my fucking 10 cents in, right? So here's how it's going on. So MGK, who was once a rapper uh, turned Blink-182 sperm cell with a pink guitar, um... And dating like the evil Barbie doll. <laughs> um, he he made this album he recently put out, which is like the Blink Way Two bullshit, uh, with Travis Barker for Blink Way Two on drums. I'm pretty sure he's on the whole fucking album. Um, he had asked Corey Taylor, Stone Sour, Slipknot, and and his solo stuff, which we won't even get into that, but whatever. Um, he had asked him to do uh, a verse on a song and. Apparently, Corey Taylor originally, because th this was the whole thing, is MGK, because I'm, I'm, I need to backtrack for a second. MGK was making fun of Slipknot and shit like that, talking about at least he's not a 50-year-old guy that has to wear a mask on stage. 
Um, which was just stupid. Which, if anybody's really ever noticed, MGK is not the sharpest tool in the shed, folks. Okay? Let's, let's put that in perspective. He is kind of an idiot. If you don't believe me, I want you to go and watch uh, when he was on Hot Ones. Both times. He acts like a fucking little spoiled brat. And that's exactly what he is. Um, I do like a couple of his songs. Um, I don't like his new shit at all. I like some of his old stuff. He put out an EP a while back. I can't remember what it's called right now. Uh, he has a song lately, which I really like. And that whole EP is actually pretty fucking killer. And then he switched it up and became friends with certain people in the music community. And now he is the walking sperm cell with a pink guitar of Blue Quay 2. Ugh. Okay, anyway, so moving on. Back to what I was originally saying. He went on stage. Uh, I can't remember what, what uh, festival this was. And he started bad-mouthing uh, Slipknot, most notably Corey Taylor. Um, and Corey Taylor got really... Uh, he was aggravated about it because he's like, this is stupid. He's like, look, I don't like... I'm not the kind of guy to air out bullshit. I don't like, like it when people uh, air people's bullshit out. It's very childish. But with that said, I feel like I need to, like to release this. And he had... Um, it was uh, messages, it was emails from him and, and Travis Barker and Travis Barker emailing um, MGK, like his responses when he was talking to MGK. Because Travis Barker was talking for MGK to Corey Taylor, I guess. And originally, there they, uh, they uh. I guess he had done um, done a verse for, uh, for this song. Um, and it was liked, you know, and everything. And they th- thought it was going to be cool. But then MGK, he got the response back from Travis Barker, what Corey Taylor said. And he didn't like the idea, uh, or he 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 had some some things that he wanted to actually be that Corey Taylor to do. Uh, and Corey, uh, Corey Taylor was like, "Man, I uh, I'm not uh, I, I I'm not I'm not going to be the guy that you're going to sit there and uh, and direct, basically." And he said, he said, but you know, yeah, it's cool, guys. It's just maybe this isn't for me, whatever. And he declined to be on it. And that's when MGK got pissed off, made this, this fucking comment on stage. Well, then when this emails came, when the, when the emails came out that Corey Taylor, uh, you know, showing that hey, MGK is being a fucking whiny, you know, titty baby. That's what he's being. He's being a fucking brat. Um, and this was why. And Corey Taylor is completely in the right in this, and I, I'm I'm totally on on uh, team t- uh, Corey Taylor. Even I really, I, th- to be honest with you, like I'm not the biggest Slipknot Stone Sour fan anymore. I used to love Slipknot. I still think I was a great fucking album. And there's there's some other ones too that were like, but I was my favorite. Uh, Corey Taylor just kind of he's kind of gets on my nerves anymore these days. But I do still like his vocals, and I think that when it comes to this, I'm on his side on this shit. It doesn't piss me off, you know. Well, MGK is doing really, really good for himself when it comes down to like uh, people hearing him and making sure people hear him because oh, everybody's hearing him, especially the maggots, which are diehard Slipknot fans. You know, just like a Juggalo is a diehard ICP fan. And at Rock on the Range uh, in Louisville that went on uh, here recently, MGK thought it would be a good idea to go on stage. Um, and badmouth Corey Taylor and Slipknot and whatever on stage, and which he was proceeded to be booed by people. Um, when I say people, I mean the crowd booed him off stage pretty much, and he even he even uh, uh, got punched by a fan, and he actually got a punch or two in at the fan as well. 
but he's getting all kinds of hate for this shit right now. Um, I don't know why he thought it'd be a good idea because even though Rock on the Range, the Rock on the Range are louder than life. Fuck, one of those two. But whatever it was, it was in Louisville, Kentucky. I know I'm in Kentucky. I know it was one of those. It was louder than life. I think it was louder than life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's it's mainly that's it, minus the fact that there's a few different hip hop groups and stuff. It's mainly a rock festival, and there's a good chance that most of the people that are there are Slipknot fans or Corey Taylor fans in general. And, <laughs> oops, like. Uh, watching the video of this shit. If you haven't seen the video of him getting booed on stage, it's pretty funny. Because he's on stage just like, what? Ooh, ooh. Everybody's like, boo, boo, get off stage. It's pretty hilarious. It really is. It makes me laugh. It makes me chuckle, if you will, when I watch it. And it's also really funny when the fan comes at him and gets him in the head like he got right past security. You think security actually was just tired of hearing his mouth, too, so they just let the guy go on through. At least get one punch. God. That guy's so fucking irritating. MGK Machine Gun Kelly but I don't know you know um, I'm not really you're not really hearing too much from the MGK fans um, about their opinions about everything but at the same point maybe those MGK fans are also you know Slipknot fans I don't know but, they're, but he's getting all kinds of hate and that's a big thing right now uh, it's kind of funny I don't know I wonder what's going to happen with all this because in our kind, of, in, our, in our day and age, I mean, Corey, Corey Taylor in Slipknot, you know, Corey Taylor is a, 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 a lead player in some of the biggest, you know, metal bands uh, in the world. You know, Slipknot is up there with you know Slayer and stuff like that um, as being fucking huge. I mean, they really are. Um, I guess you, it just goes to show, man, you can't get too big for your britches because this might completely fucking back like backfire on MGK because he's trying to be edgy and all this shit you see him on on uh, magazines and interviews and you know whatever and he's got Megan Fox with him and he's dressing weirder and weirder but it's like cringy completely it's like dude what the fuck are you doing are you dressing like Marilyn Manson back in 1998 or are you uh, uh, Blake 182's like you know I don't know it's just it's irritating but the the thing about this guy, because there was some talk, you know, Corey Taylor made some comments also about MGK a while back that I agree with 100% as well. You know, talking about how, you know, he failed in rap music, so he had to go try to do this whole new thing. And it's like, it made more sense for him to be like, you know, this punk-ass little brat rapper. That made more sense to me than him trying to do this whole rock thing. Like... I got a friend that likes that shit and she made me listen to it and I was like, oh my God, can you not? It's bad. I don't like it. But anyway, next. All right, next on the list here. Oh, first a shot. Ah. Ooh. Put a sip of water too. Anyway. Next up on the list here on music news, which I can ask you. Uh, I guess something that's 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 popped up because I was looking up uh, some of the stuff's been stuff I've I've heard about, and some of it I just kind of just stumbled across it before I started doing the show. 
This is one thing I just stumbled across, so I didn't read the whole, I just kind of skimmed through the article. But, okay, R. Kelly. All right. Um, I guess what people are worrying about is like, what's going to happen to his music in this, you know, cancer, cancer culture um, time, as well as the fact that there's a lot of people that are trying to get all his music pulled uh, from uh, every way you can get it. And I am in every way supportive of that. Uh, R. Kelly is a piece of trash. You don't remember, he's very popular for uh, mainly one song. Well, he's got a couple of songs really popular for, but I mean, like, I Believe I Can Fly from Space Jam. Uh, you know, that that Braid My Hair song. And there's a bunch of others. And he's just, he's so ridiculous. He's got probably some of the, like, who gives a fuck about what happens to this guy's music? It's horrible. If you can actually listen to four R. Kelly songs and really listen to the lyrics and tell me, and tell me they're intelligent, that would make you listen to four more. Because, no, they're ridiculous. I've always thought that. Um, I had friends whose sisters and stuff listened to R. Kelly, and I'm just like, what the fuck? This guy's ridiculous. Put my key in ignition. Yeah, like that song. That's why, That was a pop one, too. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, there's there's ways about making sexual in, in your windows and songs to where you don't have to sound like a goddamn fool. Okay? Uh... Just listen to WAP. No, I'm just kidding. That's a horrible, horrible uh, excuse uh, or example because that's not done intelligent at all either. I'm sorry if there's any people who love that song, but it, that song's stupid. It really is. But let's be honest, it's just a song that was made so people can shake their ass to it. It didn't really matter, you know. But people claiming that they're great like musicians and saying that they're good singers and all that shit and that they're this, that, and the other... When they're just pieces of shit. Like R. Kelly. Uh, poor excuse. Poor excuse for... Uh, I mean, the guy... You know, that's what sucks. The guy has a good vocal. I will not deny that. But he doesn't have a good mind. I mean, let's let's talk about it. For those of you that aren't familiar with the R. Kelly case... Well, first off, there's a Netflix documentary, which I haven't watched yet. Because I just don't know if I'd be able to stand it or not. Uh, called I Survived R. Kelly. And it's about, it's, it's, it's a documentary about all these women who, you know, have come forth to talk about the abuse that they got from R. Kelly and all this shit. Uh, R. Kelly, of course, um, God, how long ago was that when that fucking first happened? It's been at least like, like nine years when it first happened, I guess. A video surfaced. Um, of a man that looks exactly like R. Kelly um, having sex with a 14-year-old girl uh, and performing lewd acts on her, um, like urinating on her, which Dave Chappelle had the um, incredible song that he did that was a parody of that whole situation that was hilarious, um, if you haven't heard it, you know. I'm going to pee on you. I'm going to poo on you. It's like hilarious. Uh, it's better than anything R. Kelly ever did. And it's more intelligent because it's supposed to be funny. Um, and David Chappelle is hilarious. Which I know there's stuff going on with him right now. I don't know about all that yet. I haven't watched his new special. So we're not even going to get in. We're not touching down on Dave, Dave Chappelle. I still love Dave Chappelle. I, I, yeah, we'll get on, on another episode. Um, yeah, R. Kelly's a piece of shit. And I remember when that shit happened. There were so many people who 
really thought that it was it wasn't him. He tried to say it wasn't him in the video. It was very clearly him in the video. Um, which of course, like when it was on the news and stuff, like because I've never seen the fucking video. I don't nor do I ever want to. But they they have like the steel of his face. And I don't remember what it looked like. I just remember being like that's that's definitely him. Um, the guy's a scumbag. A complete fucking scumbag. And if you don't believe this, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, then you have a poor judgment among people. I make mis mistakes sometimes with that, but this is like the poorest of the poor. Uh, apparently, there was a whole thing that when, uh, you know, singer uh, who passed away years ago, Aaliyah, who was also, you know, Queen of the Damned, um, that she had had some romantic relationship with him uh, when she first was getting signed when she was like 14, 15 years old. Um, I don't know if that ever got proven or not. There was a lot of shit that kind of made it look like it was it was fact. But yeah, no, when that all, all that shit hit, I it really kind of, there was... If you brought it up to certain people... Um, you know, certain friends or whatever the fuck, like, that's when you really knew, like, things got kind of divided with certain things, and I worked with this woman, this older woman named Robin at Liquor Barn, uh, a nice old lady, man, I, I, I always liked her, she was funny, she was, she was a little irritating sometimes, but it's only because she, she had that, uh, that old grandma, old school, like, you know, uh, attitude sometimes. But me and her got, we were talking about it, and she uh, she did not want to believe that he was guilty. She did not want to believe it was him at all. And she actually, before I got fired from working there, um, uh, me and her got in an argument. And that was like the, that was the last time I think I actually talked to her before I, before I left, was an argument about R. Kelly and how he was a guilty piece of shit. And now she was just like, oh. And I made, kind of, I made a joke. Because she wore glasses, and I was like, I was like, haven't you seen the picture? And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, that's not him. That could be any of them, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I kind of made a comment about it. I was like, I think your glasses need to be a little thicker there, Robin. And she got really pissed off about it. You know, whatever. It happens. But no, R. Kelly, piece of shit. Who cares what will happen to his music at all? The only thing that I care about because of his music, and anybody else um, who is... Um, a big piece of shit like that that uh, uh, that does that to uh, children or women, for that matter. Like that's that's horrible. Go if you don't know if you don't know about the whole case, go read about it. It's kind of <laughs> that's why there should be no question. It's kind of fucked up, so there's no question. Uh, R. Kelly's music needs to go um, in a shitter somewhere. All right. So, that's that. Enough talking about R. Kelly. That was a fucking random-ass fucking uh, thing to discuss. But, hey, it's news, and I just heard about it, so why the fuck not, right? All right, so, moving on, we've got... Hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and touch base on this one. Okay, so, speaking of pieces of shit and music, <laughs> um, which I... I hate saying it. I hate saying it like that, but it, it's kind of true. Um, this one kind of goes back to like people who are, you know, diehard fans uh, of someone that's guilty of something. Uh, 
They don't want to believe it's real. They want to think that it's all bullshit. And this is one that's got a lot of people torn. Um, Marilyn Manson situation. Um, he was accused by uh, his ex-girlfriend, Evan Rachel Wood, uh, actress known for the, the movie 13 and a bunch of others. I'm not really familiar with that much of her, her work. I just know I've seen that one. Um, but she came out a while back saying that Manson had verbally and physically abused her in their relationship. Uh, it was very controlling and uh, threatened to kill her and all this shit. Um, and people weren't sure if they should really buy into that or not, you know? Um, you know, because the, the, the one question that, that everybody kind of had was, okay, did you know? Well, it's, like, it's, a, it's a bunch of questions that people had where it kind of made me go, well, I don't, you know. It's okay, one, did you know about who Marilyn Manson was when you met him? Have you ever seen any of his uh, videos, like his music videos, his uh, uh, tour videos, that kind of shit? Um, you know, uh, do you think that he would just be someone that was into normal sex? <laughs> you know, questions like that, because there was a lot of things that that was like, okay, you know, you've seen, you know, if you've seen anything about this guy, you know anything about about him, you know he's he. You know, which you know, whatever gets your rocks off, cool. Um, not when it's hurting people that don't want to be hurt. Um, but you know, he's into some weird shit. You know what I mean? He, he's in, he's. If you read his book, I mean, you he's into some, you know, weird and kinky fucking shit. You know what I mean? Um, so things are bound to happen. Now the problem that happened was when. Uh, 15 accusers, I don't know if that's all together or if that's uh, with Evan H. Rachel Wood. Um, 15 accusers have come forth. Uh, and it just, I can't remember all the things that were said, but I mean, some really bad, I mean, it's not, not looking too good for old Manson. Manson actually, they, when it first came out by Evan Rachel Wood, um, like they, I think somebody had to, they had to go do a well check on him. Uh, the cops busted in his, his house, um, in Hollywood Hills, uh, to check to make sure he was all right or some shit. Uh, he went on the run or something. Then he said he was going to, or he didn't go on the run, but like he just kind of, nobody could find him. He ended up turning himself in, but didn't or something. I don't, I can't remember what happened with that. Um, but it's gone to court over and over again. There's all kinds of new things going on. There's this girl, Esme Bianco. I don't I don't know who the fuck that is. It's just she apparently uh Manson was trying to throw oh that was one of his ex girlfriends. Um was trying to get the judge Manson's lawyer was, was trying to get the judge to uh throw it all out. And the judge actually just denied it uh, in the last couple of days. Um, there was, I can't remember if people even tried to pay people off to or something, but I, you know, and now, and now Manson, uh, it, this is actually how this all, this, this whole thing was originally about was, uh, Manson's actually selling his, his house in Hollywood Hills. Uh, he's lived in that house. I'm pretty sure ever since he moved there, um, you know, after he, he got big, he's lived up there in the, in the hills. Um, so it's kind of weird, you know, that he's okay. There's their moving trucks were seen, and apparently he's he's put his house up on the market. I can't remember how much they said it was. 
but that kind of doesn't, that just kind of looks bad. I don't know if it just, he just got ran out, you know, by people and he was just like worried about shit. Cause I can see him being a paranoid person. He said before he was kind of paranoid about certain things. Um, you know, maybe just being paranoid and he needs to leave. So he doesn't think people are trying to kill him or something. Um, or he's guilty and he's on the run. You know, he has to get away, so maybe he doesn't have to worry about it. I don't know. Uh, that's something I can't tell you. That's what that's that's what Brian Warner, uh, Manson, Marilyn Manson is uh, is. We'll have to let everybody know. But I don't know, man. It's not really looking good. See, when I was a uh, uh, I was a teenager, uh, I got into Marilyn Manson, and I I've, I've been you know I've been a, a fan ever since. Uh, I haven't really cared for. Um, a lot of the stuff he put out after uh, Golden Age of Grotesque, um, but you know a few songs here and there. But I, you know, I still stand by that Antichrist Superstar is one of the greatest albums of all time in rock history. Um, that album was like my Bible. You know, I still listen to it a lot just because I, I it, the songs are great. I mean, they're they're heavy. They're creepy they're they're dark all the shit that i like you know that that's an album if you if you haven't listened to that then one where the fuck you been um that's a good one you should check it out um maybe listen to it for free on youtube don't don't go to spotify and use it and don't because you don't want to support it you know what i mean you just 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 in case right now I don't know, whatever, but it's a good one if you never listened to it, but, but yeah, I, you know, I was kind of, like I said, I was torn about this whole thing when it first came out a while back about everything, and I think I did an episode on it once before, but since there's been new things come to light, because this is a, the, the episode that I talked about this on, I don't think the other, uh, the other women had come forth yet, um, this is, man, this is, it's a shitty one, man, you don't, you don't, you don't want your... You know, people that 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 are in the uh, celebrity category that have been there for you your whole life. Their music has always touched you in some way, shape, or form. Um, not illegally, um, and you know, it's meant something to you. And it kind of sucks when you find out that there's a possibility, or there's you know, uh, or it comes out to find that that you know these people are pieces of shit. And it's like, well, then what do you do then? You know. It's an interesting question. Do you do you still listen to the music? You know, when talking about musicians, do you still listen to the music? Do you still watch the movies? Do you, whatever the fuck. It, it's 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 a tough one, man. But the things that make us that we've enjoyed our whole life take on a different meaning uh, when the people that created this this art that we that we've always enjoyed, um, you know, when they do shitty things. So yeah, so I don't know. So it's still going on about about uh, old, old Marilyn Manson. So we'll we'll hopefully find out everything and probably more uh, soon with that. Uh, this one's just stupid. I thought it was just stupid because I could imagine. I don't I don't know why anybody would give this woman a fucking podcast. Um, oh Jesus. Okay, so you all have probably heard of Lindsay Lohan, right? Uh, famous for being in Mean Girls and Parent Trap and Freaky Friday and I think it was called uh, I Know Who Killed Me and a bunch of stuff and she also is famous for acting like you know for being a, a psychotic uh, drug user drug drug addict I don't know if she's yeah drug addict alcoholic who gets into trouble all over the place she did this for years and years and years um, she also tried having a, a fucking music career uh, that wasn't really, um, it wasn't blooming to say the least. 
I don't. I think she made one album and it like flopped, and nobody had any desire to put out anything from her when it came to that. But so now Lindsay Lohan is getting her own podcast, and she says that it uh, it will have a chance for people to hear her authentic voice and never before seen sides. Oh boy, that should be interesting. Um. Lindsay Lohan's voice has always been scratchy. And I'd say it's probably about mine now. Uh, so she might have a great radio voice now. I don't know. We'll see. But I just... And she's supposed to have, like, guests on. And it's like, oh, God. Like, will she actually talk about serious issues? Or is she going to talk about, like, makeup? And, uh, and try to... I don't know. I could also see her being the type to go on there. And she has this podcast where she's like, I can say anything... And then goes on there and tries to use it as a platform to attack people that, you know, were against her back you know, 20 years ago. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. I figured I'd say that for last because, I don't know, <clears throat> it was stupid. <laughs> maybe I should have just, I, I, maybe I shouldn't even, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. And I thought actually I was going to have more to, more to say about it, but I really don't. I'm sorry you had to listen to that. But yeah, Lindsay Lohan, podcaster. Woohoo! She couldn't make it in music. She couldn't make it in acting. Ladies and gentlemen, next she's going to be a stand-up comedian. the music news out of the way there um i'd be a real interesting uh real news guy wouldn't i i'll talk a long time about certain things it's supposed to be quick but i can't do that but it's okay though you know why that's right it's nasty nation it's my show so fuck everybody anyway 
so I also was trying to look for uh, news stories and stuff to to talk about that were maybe a little more serious. So I've got a couple that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about, I uh, I had heard myself. I saw the video of it. And it was really disturbing, and it really shows how some cops just don't fucking get it. Um, there's a video going around of a paraplegic man being pulled out of his car in Ohio um, by a police officer and taken to the ground. In the video, um, the man, who I, I meant to write his name down, but I didn't. Um, the man's telling him over and over again, I'm paraplegic, man, I'm paraplegic, man. Like, you know, what are you, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? And the cop's like, Arr. and just like being forceful. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, it was a very sickening fucking video to watch. Um, I was very disturbed on many levels of this. Um, you know, people, this is, this is the thing. This is the fucking thing. Some people think that they have too much fucking power when they don't deserve it or they don't have like so much power. Um, not all cops are bad, but I'll tell you what though, if a cop, you know, sees some shit going on, doesn't do anything. You're just as fucking bad as they are. It's bullshit. There's, you, you see it all the time. Cops are, they're, they're bullies. A lot of them are bullies. Um, and it's, it's bad. It's really bad. And this is, this is a case. I mean, why are you serious? Cause I'm sure the man, I, I don't, cause I don't, that's, that's something interesting. I can look up, see if they say anything about that, but I'm pretty sure, um, he probably had a fucking, um, his license plate probably had um, a handicap thing on it. I'd be willing to bet. Um, it's bullshit, because the thing is, the man was black. He's black and paraplegic, and I think the cop only saw was a black man. And the guy's trying to tell him, and the guy the guy looks horrified. He's trying to tell him, he's like, what, you know, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? And the cop opens the door, and like, pull it. they pull him out, and they slam him on the ground. And I hope this man becomes a rich fucking man from the goddamn fucking, like, you know, police department, because that's some fucking bullshit. You know, some of you might not agree with, with, with some of my views about certain things. And that's okay. But if you really actually understand why I have certain views the way I fucking do, there are reasons. There are There, there is a method to madness. Okay? Um, you know, when it comes to, to, the, to the police, you know, the whole thing about, you know, somebody needs to police the police, and it's, it's true. Um, you know, I, I'm not... I'm not totally for riots. Um, I'm not totally against the idea why sometimes they need to happen either. I've went back and forth on the issue a long time. And sometimes there's peace through war. You know, we're in a time period right now where it's pretty much you speak the fuck up and no one hears you, then you yell and you scream. And if nobody hears you then, then you have to take some type of form of action. And then it becomes a whole goddamn fucking, like, you know, uh, world fucking uh, uh, debate. Fucked up times we're living in. The fact that cops knew this shit. There's a whole investigation going on right now 
uh, about the cop that did this, and I really hope they fucking throw the book at this guy. This is this is not acceptable. This is something that does not need to fucking stand. Um, it's bullshit. It's com- complete and utter bullshit, and it proves why people feel the way they do about the fucking police in a fucking America. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not meaning to go all Alex Jones on you here. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm not really trying to. You know, I'm not. I'm not trying to 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 go all anti this and whatever the fuck. I just happen to feel that way. Um, this is this is my fucking opinion, and you might share it and you might not. So what? Then quit listening, because there's gonna be a lot of truth spoken on this show, folks. I'm back. Um, but this is bullshit. This is, it's, 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 the video's painful to watch. I didn't watch the whole fucking thing. As soon as they got, they, they sort of grabbed at the guy and this guy looked fucking horrified. I was like, I can't watch this shit. It's bullshit. Like, you know, yeah, I've met, I've, I've, I've had beers with, with cops that they're good cops. I've, I've, that are, that, that actually have stood by, um, who haven't stood by and just watched their partner do something bad, whatever. They've actually been kicked off the force. They've quit the force. They had to work in a different county. They had to do all this shit just because, you know, they wanted to be a cop until the point where they realized that it was all shitty and they didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, you know, so I have met people who have been on the force, you know, who have done some good. I've got a cousin who was on the force for years. And he became the biggest fucking asshole. The biggest fucking... Actually, he's my first cousin. He's, he's never going to listen to this fucking episode. He's not going to listen to this fucking show. He became an asshole. And everybody in my family says it too. So, if that says anything... You go from being a fucking... You know, in, in, in the experience of this, what I'm talking about now, you go from being a fun-loving jokester, can play around, bullshit with, blah, blah, uh to a bully and that's the problem at one time and at one time in history there were cops who didn't want to be bullies yeah but i guess this shit's gone on for fucking like ever right so that's a fucking fuck that statement i just made it's bullshit power to the people um but yeah man you know, yeah, okay, people can use the whole thing. Well, what happens if somebody breaks in your house or says, who do you call? Yeah, you call the cops. So they can do their job that they're supposed to do, which, and that that leaves them from picking on people they, that they can't. So, yeah, it's okay if you call the cops and you still don't like them. Why? Because it's them fucking doing their goddamn job because they have to do their job. Fuck them, their opinions, whatever. You call because you got a fucking problem. Unless you just, hey, unless you want to take care of yourself, man, that's on you. I ain't saying... Otherwise, about it. That's on you. Cool on you. You got the shit. Take care of your problems, right? Cool. But yeah, so that's that should be interesting, and we'll we'll probably follow up on on that one because I have a feeling this case is gonna blow the fuck up. Um, I saw it on a quick video uh, earlier today, and I've seen it posted about multiple times on Facebook um, and and a few other places. So. I feel like it's going to be one of those that's going to blow the fuck up and it's going to really make a loud boom uh, to the Ohio Police Department or wherever the fuck this happened. I just know Ohio. Um, Moving on to more bullshit. All right. First, there's this shot because, uh, again, I hope that uh, uh, the paraplegia man that was uh, uh, terrorized by the cops, I hope he becomes a rich man from them. So this shot's for him. 
Alright. So moving on. I'm talking about people who have too much power and think this, that, and the other. Here's a story I ran across. Now look, I really hope that my listeners, I hope that you all are open-minded people and not going with stupid fucking excuses for people that get paid to tell you what to think. Uh, I hope that my listeners are LGBTQ uh, supporters. Um, you know, my mom is, she's, that's, she hangs out at, at, you know, her, some of her best friends are drag queens. You know, she hangs out at gay clothes, all this stuff, whatever. She's not gay. And if she is, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't know, moms. Starting to get a little, little, little question, but hey, whatever makes you happy, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so this really, this, this pissed me off pretty bad. Um, so apparently a North Carolina, uh, Lieutenant governor named Mark Robinson, um, he decided that during a, a, a press conference or something or whatever that he decided he was going to call the LGBTQ, uh, uh, community filth. Um, I guess they were talking about, uh, teaching, uh, teaching kids about what, you know, uh, what homosexuality is and, and, and what transgender is and what, you know, this and the other and all the stuff that, you know, and, you know, I, I understand to a, a degree why people would be a little concerned, I guess in the context of how they teach it, you know, that's fine. Um, I think certain age groups, you know, make sure that they're, they, you know, a little older than five, maybe, you know what I mean? Um, but I think it's important to, to, you know, teach your kids about, about the different, di- different people that are in the world that makes this world worth a shit. You know what I mean? We're all characters. We're all our own people. We all, we all make up, you know, we're all, we're all freaks in our own fucking like mind. Right. And our own fucking right. We're the king of it. It doesn't fucking matter. We're all, we all got our fucking quirks. We all got the things that we enjoy and we all like to dress and do whatever to make us happy. Right. So why is this any fucking different when people like decide that it's okay? Because we can do that these days. People can do that. They can choose who they sleep with. You know what I mean? Who they fall in love with. You know? Who they marry. Whatever. It's okay these days. So people need to fuck the fuck off. As long as you're not hurt, hurting animals or children or yourself, then by God, do what makes you happy. Simple as that. Um, but he, he went on this whole fucking rant talking about how it, it was filth and that you know, no kids need to be taught any of this stuff, whatever. And he doesn't care who... I don't care who uh, who hears this because this is how I feel about it, blah, blah. Well, he's getting the fucking, you know, shit in the stick here, rammed right up his ass and poking out his fucking throat um, because his whole I don't give a fuck attitude is completely backfired on him. Um, this guy is being, people are, are they're hollering for him to, be, to resign. Um, they want him to quit. They're taking petitions. They're, they're doing, you know, they're doing all this shit. Um, to make sure he's fired. And I, I do think this guy uh, needs to be uh, removed. Um, you can't be a speaker of a community um, in some way, shape, or form. You can't, you can't have that kind of um, job and not feel like it's okay to protect everyone in the community. You can't just choose 
the people that are, are that are on the corner of, of this nice, you know, uh, neighborhood with a white picket fence and nice cars and happy kids and da 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 da. You can't just pick that. You also have to go for everybody else. All all of us, man. All of us. Every one of us. Every color. Every sex. Every every uh, uh everything. You can't just fucking go after one people and be like, oh, fuck that. You have to fucking help and be there and support everyone in the fucking community. Can I get an amen, brother? <laughs> That's why it's fucking shitty that we live. Uh, you know, I, I live in Kentucky. And, you know, things things are still weird when it comes down to uh, uh, the LGBTQ. But in my area, I mean, for the most part, people are pretty... Um, understanding of things uh where my band bastard sons of a judas goat we've played a lot of places and every one of them they're very they're very big supporters of that and that that's awesome because at one time in history if you played places or whatever it was people were too afraid to go to certain shows or whatever um so yeah so good on that for for the places around that that are okay and accepting um and supportive uh of the community uh which i have very many friends um, uh, and family who are a part of this community in some way, shape, or fucking form. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, Mark Robinson, the North Carolina lieutenant governor, uh, go fuck yourself, you fucking piece of shit. Why don't you fucking... You know what's filthy to me? What's filthy to me is wearing a fucking suit every fucking day thinking you fucking own everybody's fucking lives and you have the goddamn fucking right to fucking say what they fucking like need and what they deserve. You don't have the fucking right. You don't know these fucking people. You don't know shit about shit. Call it filth. Filth to me is being a piece of shit that's up in the fucking offices somewhere looking down on people going, oh, look at all those people down there. They're pieces of shit. I mean, they're doing what they're, they're doing. I should fucking do, but fuck that. That's why I pay them. You got to respect everyone. Calling someone filth is not respect. And it is a fucking horrible thing to say to someone. Period. Whew. Anyway, that's all I gotta say about that.
All right, so here's the deal. We're in October now, right? One of my favorite months. Uh, around here, the weather can either be perfect or it can be miserable on Halloween. Uh, we've had a few Halloweens where it's been hot. And then we've had a few Halloweens that have been cold, um, very, very cold, and some that have been very rainy. Uh, hopefully that it's perfect this year. When I say perfect, because Kentucky weather for some reason is it's that, that's what people say. Well, oh, it's Kentucky weather. It's Kentucky weather. At one time it wasn't. Oh, it's Kentucky weather. I don't even know if it's Kentucky weather now. It's because everything's fucked up everywhere else. But anyway, um, the perfect time to go trick or treating because I'm going to be taking my my son trick or treating this year. Um, again, t- I took him last year too. I actually had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Uh. But if it's a comfortable feeling outside, like I, I am a fan of wearing hoodies. I wear shorts year round. That doesn't matter if it's like snow on the ground, whatever. I wear fucking shorts um, just because I, I burn up really fucking quick and it pisses me off. I don't, I don't, I don't like burning up when I'm just wearing clothes. I don't, I don't like that. So usually I'm the guy that looks like he belongs in some hardcore band, you know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I'm hoping that Halloween this year is like perfect where it's like, there's a little bit of breeze. You can wear a hoodie. You feel good. And if your kid's wearing like a big, you know, outfit or something that usually would be really uncomfortable, maybe it'd make it more comfortable and keep them warm. Um, cause that always sucked when you were a kid. You know what I mean? Like you have a costume or something, but like your mom would like put your jacket underneath your thing that way you're good and warm but you look all bulky when you weren't really supposed to be all bulky made you look bigger than you really were like i was i wasn't a very big kid and i looked huge sometimes um but yeah uh hopefully it's not uh not bad weather for uh for the little ones and stuff this year um i am excited about it um at the same point i'm not uh well, I mean, I'm excited about it. You know, I can't say I'm not excited, but I'm excited about it. Usually, I'm 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 gonna try to see uh, have a few friends over just to watch some some scary movies and shit uh, after Dax goes to bed. Um, maybe watch some classics. Maybe have Dax watch them with us. We'll see. Um, gonna watch Tremors with him at some point soon. I think he's gonna like that one. And I just acquired a a nice VHS copy of it, so we'll see about that. But anyway, um. Yeah, like, you know, I, I usually it was always uh, Dax's mom would usually take uh, all the kids out, his stepbrother and all that stuff out. But where they're gone now, um, it's just up to me. So I got to make sure they do all the right things. Because I, I, me, I like to be the guy that, like, hands out candy. Um, a lot of times, um, me, and, me and my now ex, Rachel, we would have parties at the old house we lived in. And we'd make sure that we have candy to give away. There was one year, though, we didn't have candy uh, for trick-or-treaters, but we had a candy jar sitting right next to the, the the door, and we would just hand them the candy out of there, which is like, you know, just flavored hard candy. That's it. Um, but uh, So I need to get a, a bowl and fill it up with multiple um, types of candy and have a silence. that says, take one um, while we go on our journey. I hope people. I hope people do do it more around here. Um, last year, barely anybody was giving out candy around this area. 
uh, the areas that we went to anyway. Um, where all the house is, they actually passed out. Uh, there's a lot of good places around there. Like we, it was a good idea that we went over there. Um, right here though, man, there were, there wasn't too many. There was, there was a lot. I didn't, I get the COVID scare. You know, there were, there was a couple people who were sitting outside and they had candy sitting out and they just, they said, just take one, you know, and they were, you know, we wear masks if people ain't got any clothes, you know, that stuff. And everybody's being cautious and that's good. You're supposed to, you know, uh, especially in this day and age. Um, so I'm hoping that some people actually, even if they don't want to be fully around everybody, at least, you know, go outside and, you know, and enjoy the, the, the costumes, man. I love that. I, I love seeing kids, um, and what they're into these days, man, you know, because like when I was growing up, uh, I, man, I was Dracula a couple of years. I still, I still remember the makeup smell. I, it just, it always had this like metallic, um, I don't know. And it just, I, I, every time I smell it, I'm just like, fuck, I remember those days. Cause I remember just like, I would always, all I would smell for days. Cause that, that fucking makeup and shit was hard to get off. Um, I'd say one of my favorite costumes though, and it was a pain in the ass. Uh, I don't even know. I guess maybe my mom does have pictures of it. I'll, I'll define them and post them. But I was, I was Wolfman, uh, one year growing up and, and there was a lot of hair that had to be like glued to my face. It was this whole little like Wolfman packet thing. And I had it all over my hands. Like it was coming out of my sleeves and all that. And it looked good. I, I had the, the old school Lon Chaney Jr. Um, uh, Wolfman look. And, and, you know, it was pretty cool. I, I really liked it. I, I've always liked getting, you know, made up in, in gory makeup and stuff like that. Um, I liked it better. I, even though dressing up and doing the makeup and stuff uh, for Dracula wasn't that big of a deal. I liked doing Dracula. Um, and Wolfman was a pain in the ass to get on and off uh, that makeup. Wolfman was 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 the best though, um, but I mean I remember how that fucking makeup trying to take that shit off at night. Ow! I don't know how it is now, but man, it used to fucking hurt because you had these like this like temporary glue shit where you have all these little places of like hair, and you'd have the makeup you know inside you know like where the hair is you know around your eyes and under your cheeks and all that shit. Man, that shit like my mom. I thought she was gonna scrub my face off. And I had I had places all over me from her just trying to rub that shit like off when I was a kid. That shit sucked. Um, I'm trying to think about some of the other uh, costumes that I did actually because I, I, I I've been different different things for Halloween. Um, I never understood why people are Jason Voorhees for Halloween, which I mean I guess like all right cool. You know, you're, it's it's a horror thing, whatever. And Friday the Thirteenth was on Halloween a couple of years ago, if you if you remember correctly. I mean, it might have been last year. I don't know. It was last year, the year before last. And uh, no, was it Friday the Thirteenth? No, it was a full moon on Halloween. That's what it was. And it was Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know. I, I don't know. There was something like that. But you know, whatever. I just never understood that because I was like, okay, just like Michael. Oh yeah, I've been Michael Myers. Um, my mom. Went to a Halloween store. Where I was working. I was working at a pizza place, and she was like, "Well, you know, what do you want?" I was like, "If you're going to like, you know, this place and that, whatever, like, look for a Michael Myers mask." And she paid about forty to sixty bucks on this Michael Myers mask, and she ran the mask to me at work. 
Thing was way too big for my head, and it looked stupid as all fuck. I ended up actually giving that away to uh, an employer's son at a gas station I worked at uh, many years later because I was just like, I keep it. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, the, only, the only masks that I actually have anymore are my Jason mask, my, my hockey mask. Because um, why not? I used to uh, like to decorate them and show like that. Um, but the, 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 the character that I, I seem the last few years that I seem to be really good at being is uh, the amazing, the villainous Captain Spaulding, played by the amazingly... Uh, uh, badass Sid Haig, rest in peace. Uh, which is fucked up. Sid Haig actually, because my son shares a birthday with Stephen King and Bill Murray, and unfortunately, it's the same day that Sid Haig died. It's like fuck, man. Um, but I have been him multiple times, um, and many people have told me like they. I did one of those things where you post about, hey, give me a villain that that reminds you of me, and I've gotten a couple on there with Captain Spaulding. Uh, when I was with Rachel when she was working at uh, Applebee's, a lot of people said I look like that guy from Devil's Rejects or House of Thousand Courses. Yeah, so there's that shit. Uh, Halloween, man, it's going to be fun. Um, the new Halloween movie, speaking of which, like I mentioned in the last uh, episode, it will on, on the 15th, Halloween Kills, the brand new fucking film, is going to be on Peacock. If you don't have Peacock, you need to get it for at least that moment. I mean, get the free trial or whatever the fuck for at least that moment so you can watch this fucking movie. Um, I'm excited about that. That's going to be fucking awesome. Um, I, I I am excited about like being able to see all the characters that people come up with, you know, for their kids and stuff. It'd be interesting. Ha- Halloween's a great time. I love Halloween. I do. Um, get a little. Not sappy or whatever the fuck, because I'm not really feeling that right now. I'm actually feeling pretty good. Um, I'm not feeling like crying or nothing. Yay! Um, been going through a breakup, like I was mentioned in the last episode. Uh, so this will be the first Halloween with uh, without her around. Uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be weird. It'll be uh, first Halloween in a while where uh, my daughter isn't around. Um, so it's going to be weird in a way, um, you know, and if, and honestly, when it comes down to it, you know, me and Dax, will we'll go trick or treating. We're going to load up on candy and we'll come back here and, you know, watch some old school black and white horror films or watch tremors or something of that nature, um, that we can both enjoy together, eat some popcorn, eat some candy and. And watch some horror movies with my kid. That's a, that actually sounds like a great fucking time. I and mean, I might have a few friends that might want to come and actually do that too. Uh, including Whitman. Whitman, Whitman might, might be down for that. Uh, Uncle un, Uncle Whitman. As Dash calls him. Um, yeah. I hope everybody has, has a safe Halloween. Hope, hope all your fucking plans for this. I mean, because the entire month of, of, of October is supposed to be like, okay... Scary movie time, time to be scared, blah, blah. Now, that's just me in general anyway, all year long. Um, whenever we put up any kind of decorations for Halloween, we just left them up all year like long. Um, we had, at the house before we moved, uh, before we lived here, we would put up a, a new decoration every year. It would just stay there. 
every fucking year. Uh, this is actually the first year where I haven't um, acquired something, you know, like that was, you know, a pile of bones in a bag or lights or something of that nature. Um, but I'm sitting there staring at a Friday the 13th poster signed by Tom Savini. Nightmare Elm Street poster, The Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Creep Show, Pet Cemetery, and then a whole slew of horror DVDs, uh, along with a um, couple of cool little horror art things um, that I've got on my shelf, including a couple of leather faces and a Misfits bobblehead that is not made of plastic; it's made out of ceramic, and it's badass. Just so you might be wondering, ah, <sighs> man. What an episode! Holy fuck! I uh, I hope you, all, you I hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed rambling about this shit. Um, like I said, I, I plan on having more guests on, um, and trying to keep up with this this same little pattern that that I'm doing. Um, so hopefully, hopefully you like it. And if you like it, then share when I post. <laughs> um, post it everywhere. You know, just post it on your page if you want to. That's cool. I'm, I'm all right with that. No big deal. Um, a lot of good stuff, actually. Here's here's some here's some real quick um, uh, news in the nasty nation world here before we uh, call the night. Um, Graveyard Talk will be doing some new stuff here before too long. Whitman has got some. He's got some other little little things he's doing. He's doing some podcasts with uh, Jupiter Jazz. Uh, which, if you don't know who Jupiter is, go back and listen to the episodes. Cool. Um, and he's been doing some photography and stuff, and he's been traveling and 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 on all that all that craziness. And he's been uh, doing the hustle like Whitman knows how to do. Um, so he'll be he'll be ready to go here before too long for for some episodes of Graveyard Talk. Uh, I've got a new podcast getting ready to start. A new Nasty Nation presents, and this one is going to be a doozy. This one's going to be a doozy. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a rundown on, on, the, on this this next uh, podcast that's that's going to be coming. Now, um, I mentioned my friend Jennifer, my friend Jen, earlier. I was talking about Dax having friends or whatever. Um, this girl, this this woman, um, she's been she's been one of my best friends um, since all this shit started in my life with relationship shit and all that. She's she's been awesome. Uh, she's a great friend. We always hang out and talk um, and end up talking about all kinds of craziness. And we decided that man, we really do have a cool dynamic. Uh, so before too long. You're going to experience Nasty Nation presents Chuck and Jen make a podcast. Um, that's right. It's going to be one of those male female duo things. So you get perspectives in different angles. And me and her, we don't share the same opinion about a lot of things, but we're really funny about things and we're really goofy. Um, so it works. So you'll be. You'll be getting updates on that shit whenever it happens. Hopefully, we'll be doing the first episode this weekend, maybe this weekend. Um, also, um, on uh, on Friday, um, new episode of Two G One C with my buddy JB. Um, we will be discussing Pumpkinhead. 
one of my favorite fucking films. Uh, very excited about it. So you should definitely check that shit out on Friday. Um, look, folks. Shit, what else? Oh, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat, my band. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't gone and liked the Nasty Nation page, the Graveyard Talk page, the Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat page, uh, Whitman Photography page, uh, tell us in the podcast slash 2G1C page, um, then you should go, go do this right now at this very moment. Um, help us out. Uh, there's, there's a lot of good stuff going on and we need all the help that we can get. Um, yeah. I think that's this episode. Cool. Another successful uh, episode of, of Nasty Nation. Number two in the books uh, for the return um, of Chuck Nasty. <laughs> Whatever, Chuck. You're crazy. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And please, like I said, uh, share it wherever. Like it. Comment on, you know, on, our, on our Facebook pages about it. You can even come on Anchor and actually even leave a voicemail for us and we'll play it on the air and we will comment on whatever you fucking said. No matter if it's good or bad. Leave us something. Give us some fucking feedback. Um, Something else that I want to do before too long is thinking about doing another uh, uh, live uh, episode. Um, Of course, when it comes down to Nasty Nation... uh, the live episodes of that, if I can get the audio to work on Facebook again, I don't know where the, the audio live thing is now. Uh, if it's still on there, uh, I did it for a minute or so. I called Nasty Nation Gospel. Um, and it's <laughs> more of me. <laughs> uh, and usually I do them on Sunday, so that's where the gospel comes in. Unless you just want to look into it way too much. And that's fine, because I do too. But anyway, seriously, this is Chuck Nasty saying thanks for listening. Hope you have a good one. I, I, yeah, that's it. So, Jeff, yeah, fuck off. Forgive me, I've been drinking. Back road in the banking. Remembering the Played on while the ship's sinking No matter what I do, there's no escape in my past I do everything I can and it keeps chasing my ass I know my karma is constant for all the hearts that I broke Knowing I'll never be forgiven, that shit bothers my soul When it's thrown up in my face, man that shit fucks up my day No matter what I do, I feel I'm only judged by mistakes Even if the good outweighs it by a million to one They still gon' hate me for the single fucking thing that I done Even if the good outweighs it by a million to one Understand my dad now Those that entertain At the expense of pain Those that dance in the rain Instead of just complain My brother always said I was ahead of the game Even before the fucking money hit The jealousy came Put it all on the line There's no 
regrets in this shit, I admit Besides the blessings, there was lessons in it They said life is a marathon, tighten up cause you gotta run I know that the dollar spins as fast as the dollar comes While these other rap dudes in the strip club with a lot of ones I'm just trying to buy a crib and start my kids in college fun For real I try not to think a hard time Within my fat ass getting bigger, I need to get back to the gym. I'm looking at myself like, how the fuck this happened again? Baby mama got out of jail and she done relapsed again. I swear I'm telling y'all the truth. There's so much shit in the air. My father got leukemia, he just left critical care. Not to mention, mama's got dementia. Man, she's always feeling sick. I try to help and pay the rent, but she's unhappy as it gets. I cannot complain because my daughter's doing great. Plus, this music shit's a dream. What the fuck you think it ain't? But please make no mistake, baby, after the show, I'm all alone on this road, heading back to my home. I try not to.